Hey everyone, I know you've heard me speak about microdosing and how much I love it. And I'm talking about microdosing THC. I love it. And that's why I love our sponsor, microdose.com. Microdose gummies are incredible. They deliver perfect entry-level doses of THC that help you feel just the right amount of good. And when I mean just the right amount of good, I mean in so many situations, anxiety, sleep, focus, pain, relaxation. There are so many different strains and they're really helpful. And I have recommended microdose.com to so many people. And you know what they say to me? Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Don't be afraid of microdosing. Go to microdose.com and you'll learn all about microdosing THC. These gummies feel amazing. They taste amazing. I have used them to get me into the zone I need to write. I've used them at night after a stressful day or a stressful show to relax. I have also said to family members, please take a gummy right now. And they've said, oh, good idea. So check it out. Check it out because they're fantastic. And I'm not like a big weed person. I mean, I used to be. And I do enjoy, I do enjoy weed every now and then, but I love, I love these gummies and I take them with me everywhere. So check it out. Don't be afraid. They're all natural. They're fantastic. And you deserve it. So what are you going to do? You're going to do something that is fantastic. You're going to get 30% off your first order. 30% off. That's a lot. Plus free shipping today at microdose.com. Use promo code Judy Gold, J-U-D-Y-G-O-L-D. It's available nationwide. They deliver it to your door. That is microdose.com, promo code Judy Gold for 30% off and free shipping. Do it. Go to microdose.com, promo code Judy Gold. You deserve it. You deserve it. And you know what else? You're welcome. Well, I don't see the point in waiting any longer. Let's bring her out. The star attraction, the one you came to see. Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, Ms. Judy Gold. You're studying opera, which is, so you had to study music theory. You had to study all, you know, music history. I mean, I know it's intense. Yeah. And did you enjoy? Did you hate? Did you, what did you think you were going to do after college? I can't believe I can put a sentence together after this fucking tequila. <laughs> but what you, like, what were your dreams? Did you dream of being a I performer? Thought, I thought I was going to live in Arizona and sort of be like a great karaoke singer. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, that's so cute. I think it would have been great, too. I love karaoke. <laughs> so you moved to New York. Right after Arizona? Like, what's the trajectory? Like, what I li- happened? I lived there for, like, a couple years. After and, In Arizona? Yeah, and I was singing, like, some Star Spangled Banners and stuff at some of the games. Where? Like, what games? At, like, the San Francisco Giants. Really? Like, training and the Oakland Wait, do, and can we do the Star Spangled Banner, please? Go ahead. Start low-key, low-key. Low-key. Oh, sir, can you see? 
by the dawn's early light. What so proudly we You're like Trump. Who's blessed? No way, and bright stars. Ooh, the I know the words. Lewis, uh, no, but you know what I'm talking about? Like, uh, speaking of like, just a side note. That is fucking no, 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 amazing. But, but you know the song I was thinking about the other day, and like, just to take a side note. No, no, we're, we're not like being political or whatever. Right. But like, do you know that song? This land is your land. Yes. This land is my land. From the Red River Forum to the New York Island, from the Gulf Stream waters to the New York Island. This land was made for you and me. Uh, cut the track. Cut the track. Cut the track. But what I love about that is like, and I know that people think that that shit is corny, but like. But it, it makes you cry. It makes me cry because in a way, I, I'm a fucking baby girl. I cry at everything. But like what I love about us so much is like it's like a time like when we all sort of cared about each other right. and each other. And like it's like. A, like, Do you remember the Indian, the Native American? The Indian I actually don't know crying. if you can say that anymore, Judy. I'm yeah, not you sure. can't say Indian. But he was and the Native American looking at the pollution and crying. Do you remember that? I mean, that was in the early 70s. And look at where the fuck we are now. I know. And then I'm over there today on (laughs) Birkenstock.com. I mean it. And I'm like, and I want to get these. Like, I got a lot of Birkenstocks. But do I get the new? Or to the vegan. Or the vegan one. Dusty Rose slides. I can't. Because this land is your land. This is my land. But do I get to have the pink slides if it's still this land is your land? Okay, so you graduate college. I'm bringing it back. You graduate ASU. Did you get good grades and everything? Or were you in a sorority? uh, Oh, I actually care. I don't care to discuss that. Were you? Bitch, my mom made me. She did? Bitch, my mom made me. What's, wait, what sorority? After she, what sorority? My mom wanted me to go in and try to pledge Pi Phi. And I was like, I don't want to do this. And then I pledged Alpha Phi for like a <laughs> And I did it for a year for my mother. But I don't believe in that. And I love you. And... All right, so you're in a sorority. So you stay in Arizona. Judy! Because <laughs> I did not go. Now. Where are you going? Oh, Irene. my God. Oh, all right. So can I get two Cosmos for Sharon and Karen, please? Ah! Put so, them on their tough. So you, you stay in Arizona yeah. for two years. How long? I don't remember. So I blacked out, but it was a couple years. <laughs> And then, well, you, I guess you're, when do you move to New oh, York? You're admitting the big piece of the puzzle. I worked at the original P.F. Chang's. Can no we? way! You did? Yeah. <laughs> that's that sauce. And you, you were a waitron the... at the P.F. Chang's. Yeah. And that sauce that you get sometimes, that they burn on the side. 
with the chicken lettuce wraps and whatever. Oh, I love those chicken lettuce wraps. Guess what? It didn't just make itself. I was there. Ed Colzar made that sauce. He was a bartender who had a lot of needs. And I became a manager. Didn't want to hire me back one summer. Mm-hmm. His sauce goes on and he doesn't. Okay? <laughs> Okay, well, so... This is like the dishiest I've ever had. I know. So then you moved... When do you move to New York? Um. <laughs> Start spreading the news. It's 1992. And Check at the check. It was actually 1997. 1997. So what'd you do from 97 to now? What? Wait, no, no, no. You're born in 72. So you're in. Shut up, Elisa. So you're in college till 94. You then you're in um, ASU, and then you move to New York. What makes you move to New York? Well, Judy. Yes. I like Debbie Harry and Blondie. <laughs> uh huh. And that's why you moved to New York? Kinda. <laughs> so, did you move to the Upper West Side when you first I'm, moved I here? I moved to New York because, like, I thought Debbie Harry was the coolest person in the world. And ever since I was a little girl, I wanted to be like Debbie Harry and whatever, mm -hmm. no big deal. And then I was like, I'll just move to New York and let's see what happens. And then. It, you know, like if you just, if that's your game plan, it doesn't really always um, work out. Work out for you immediately. Right. Um, so you It's pretty just... specific. <laughs> that was Bet Sussman, ladies and gentlemen. Bet Sussman. <laughs> um, so did your family, was your mother like, oh, don't go to New York, Bridget? No, she's like, you, you should go to New York. But um, the rest of them thought that I just um, had no direction right right no purpose any that anyone else sense. okay so were you the only kid in the family with the no direction and the no you know well the reason i moved to new york is because i used to work at this resort called quisasana in maine yes! wow do you know it do you know it how do you know <laughs> huh <laughs> Why okay, is so let me, me let to me? me. I don't know anything. Let me tell you. I work there, bitch. <laughs> right there. Yeah. The fuck did I do? <laughs> bitch, I work I there, you there, fucking bitch. bitch. Yeah. This is like the, ner the new Bernie bro. I work there, bitch. <laughs> but let me... Okay, so that... But that's true. Like, Pusasana was like a... It's like this resort in Maine, and um, the matriarch, um, Jane, just happened to die this last week, which really? is really oh, sad for so a sad. lot of us. But um, it was like sort of a dirty dancing kind of resort, and they like went around, and they like went to different schools around the country, and they posted up a flyer, and they're like, would you like to spend your summers in Maine? I'm singing and whatever. And so I did that and I auditioned for it and they're like, you're the quissy type. And it wasn't like you had to be like a fucking um, ready for Broadway star. You right. just sort of had to be like somebody with a good work, work ethic that had like a decent voice or whatever. But it was like dirty dancing in the way that like there were shows at night and then like you would have a job during the day. But the beauty, the beauty of it was that there were, there are a couple beautiful things about it. It's like, 
sometimes when you want to be a performer or whatever, like the emphasis is on you as like what you can, how you can like be a star or whatever. But this was just like the, the, your, she can back me up, but like, it was about like, like in, in this resort and I could cry because change has died, but, but like you just, you would go and like, you would like do these shows and like, and maybe you weren't the best of your class or whatever, but you were really good and you loved being a part of a community. Right. Right. And then you have these shitty jobs. You like either be like a, a waitress or whatever, but you felt but a part of something. You felt bigger. a part of something. And then, yeah. but, but they were also like, but also like great New York people would be there as like guests. Like Monty Hall was a guest. And no like, way. Yes. I was trying to drop that name first because by the way, all, Jew, like, Monty <laughs> it goes downhill from there. But 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 like but all these people like and like so the first time I ever came to New York was a Quizzasonic guest was like come stay in my place you know come stay in my house and whatever and they happen to be like this Toys R Us family right and so the first time I ever came to New York I stayed at this like Fifth Avenue apartment no way and I was like I think I'm gonna move to New York. <laughs> That's funny. So you decide to move to and that's New York. exactly what happened. That's, and so, but, but, but you know, the Quissy family, like, it's like, they sort of, like, I was, like, going to school on the West Coast, like, Arizona State, and, like, sort of, but they make you, they made you feel like you were, even if you weren't, like, a star, they made you feel like you were a star. Right. You know, so you had the confidence to face New York, and that's why I feel like I had the confidence to move here. So when you moved here, did you move to the Upper West Side? Yeah, I've been there ever since. Yeah, because you live, you lived in a ground floor apartment. Do you still live there? I moved around the corner. I'm now. Um, I mean, but it, in the, you were in the ground floor apartment for, for a long oh, time. Oh, for 16 years, and now right. I happen to be around the corner in a penthouse. But it's not. I'm, I'm the same person. <laughs> <laughs> so you moved to the Upper West Side, yeah. and you work in restaurants, correct? Yeah. Um, what are some of the restaurants you worked at? Ruby Foods. Um, I loved Ruby Foods. Right next to uh, Caroline's. Yeah. Before Ruby Foods, well, the, the one on the Upper West Side yes, is the one the I worked rough, at. the one in the 70s, right? And then I also worked at, before that I worked at a place called Main Street, which is closed. And then right. after Ruby Foods Upper West Side closed, I worked at this place called uh, Ocean Grill. Oh, <laughs> we had a date there. Elisa tried to break up with me at Ocean Grill. Yes, you did. <laughs> Yes, you did. Oh, that was Atlantic Grill. Oh, all right. <laughs> Same thing. Same management. Same management. But let Same me tell you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me tell you, like, I would never let my friends know where I worked. Why? Because I didn't want my friend Dan, who's Dan from this, the Dan band, if you... Oh, I love Dan! I love Dan. Dan. Dan, I was like, I will never tell you where I worked. And then I finally fucking told him that I worked at fucking Ocean Grill. Right. And he fucking... He came by. Like, you don't want anybody to see you. Right. In that in that environment when you're 40 years old. And I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with waiting tables when you're 40. But if you want to be, if that's not what you want to be, and you've been doing it for 20 years, it's hard for people to see you that way. Do you know what I mean? Yes, of course. And he still would make fun of people. <laughs> so... You're working at a restaurant. Are you performing? Are you going on auditions? Do you yeah. have an agent? I'm performing. Like sometimes we'll be like, "Oh my god, I saw you!" And blah blah blah. Okay, great. Here are our specials. <laughs> 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 oh, 
It's awful. <laughs> Everybody has bad parts right. of their job, but that was the bad part of my But job. you loved it. I mean, you, you loved the performing part, and you were just doing that to yeah. make money. So in 2009, you meet Amy Schumer. Is that correct? Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. yeah. How'd you meet her? Well, it depends who you ask, but in my opinion... <laughs> I met her at the um, Just for Last Comedy Festival. So you're in Montreal. Montreal. And why are you there when you're not a comedian? Quote, unquote. Like you're not a traditional comic. Because somebody brought me there as a charity case for like this cabaret singer. <laughs> like, oh, I love that. No, but I think that like they were like unsure of me and they brought me anyway. Right. Um, and I was up there and then like I was like hiding in my hotel room and like Amy... We were on this like uh, dirty oh, Amy Schumer. Sorry, we were this dirty. We were on like dirty, uh, dirty women or nasty. Oh women. yeah, na- the nasty yeah. show. The nasty show. And There's then a nasty Amy show. like sort of was like, sort of taking like a thing to me and like, and she's like, and I was like, she's like, hey, let's go down to the bar because like at these things it's like all networking, like you, right. It's everybody, so... you know, you're at this big. It's a big comedy festival, but everybody stays at this one Hyatt, and everybody goes to this one. They all. It's basically along. like this, okay? You're talking to me, and I'm looking around the room to see who else I can fucking talk to. Yeah. It's awful. It's and awful. When, and when you, know? you already feel like you don't belong, it's not a place you right. want to go. But Amy's like, just come down. We'll have some fucking wine. We'll have some Chardonnay, right. whatever. And then, and then we just hit it off from there. And then she also told me that we met years before, but I don't remember that. But it doesn't matter. <laughs> so, you did you become instant friends? Like, what was that yeah. connection like? Yeah, she's. If you know Amy, she's yeah. instantly like lovable and, and 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 great and stuff, and like wants to support and like. Right. She, you know, like she's like you know that 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 expression like together all boats rise or whatever the fuck. Right, that right, means. right. Like, she wants other boats to rise with her boat yeah. or whatever. I don't, I don't know what the expression is. <laughs> hey, everyone. Did you know that Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the United States with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the United States? And I'm one of them. You're listening to one of them. Fast Growing Trees has everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, house plants, and so much more. Whatever you're interested in, they have it for you. Find the perfect fit for your climate and your space. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online, and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever forever. I just want you to know that I just got off a plane and I walked to my apartment. What was the first thing I did is I came in and said hi to Avi, my fig tree. I'm telling you, and I have Yael, which is another plant, but fast growing trees has changed my atmosphere here in my apartment. You don't need a lot of space, but they do have, you know, they have stuff for outdoor spaces, but I live in an apartment and I'm telling you, Avi and Yael, yes, they're both Jewish names, Hebrew. The space looks so much better. And I just had a conversation with Avi. Like, I was like, I missed you. I love having living things here. It's very, very, I don't know, it's made this more of a home. It's the best. And Elisa has some too. And she loves them. And she talks to them too. But she got that from me. Anyway, check 
out fast-growing trees. You need to be around plant life. This spring, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code JUDYGOLD, J-U-D-Y-G-O-L-D, at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at FastGrowingTrees.com using the code JUDYGOLD at checkout. FastGrowingTrees.com, code JUDYGOLD. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. You're welcome. In the meantime, you're perform- you had a band called Tender Moments, or do you still have them? Yes. Yes, yes you do. Judy. You do. But was We're the- about ready to celebrate our 10-year anniversary, as Sharon and Karen can tell you. <laughs> so you have this band, Tender Moments, the tender moments. The oh, I, I want to call them the white cotton panties, and like no. And how did you how did you meet the other uh, band members of the tender moments? Well, the original lineup we used to be part of a softball team, and then like the original member of my band, and like this sounds like so disgusting, but this is the truth. We were on the softball team. I was like really depressed. And which Murray softball had, team? Well, it's called Team Pressure, and um, I was really depressed. And Murray Hill's like. I love Murray Hill. Murray Hill was a guest on the podcast. Murray as well. Hill, I love. If you guys don't know Murray Hill, now how did look you meet up. Murray Hill? Um, Before Amy? Oh yeah, I've known Murray for years. Murray okay. gave me my first gig in New York. Okay. So Murray and I are good friends. We talk I love all the time. Murray. <clears throat> but short story long, um, what was I saying? <laughs> that you Amy. softball. Softball, yeah. So I was depressed because like my dad and sister were dead. Who cares? But anyway. Um, <laughs> Murray's like, you got to get out and get some vitamin D. So he's like, come to softball. And so I went to the fucking um, softball team. Anyway, short story long. Um, <laughs> it's not the time, bet. <laughs> anyway, um, what was my point? Murray Hill, the tender moments. Oh, yeah, the band. So anyway, so like, I, I decided to start a band. And I asked this guy if he wanted to be in my band who happened to be on the softball team. He ha- well, he was on the softball team. and he What is also- this a softball team He for? also happens to be Ad Rock from the BC Boys. Who cares? Yeah. But, but he was like, he was the first person to join my band. And then I, I joined. BC Boys, all Jews, you joined my band and he was like and he liked he was like a fan of like he'd already seen some of the stuff I did and he was like he really encouraged me to just be like the like sing the song about tits that I like to sing and other shit like he was just like he like he was like lean into like the fucking the you of you basically and change my life so before that were you more like I have to fit this sort of if I'm gonna make it in New York if I'm going to make it in this industry, I have to fit a sort of... Well, before that, I was working with somebody else. And when we, we had like a... We were doing like a cabaret thing that was working out okay. Right. But it was like... It, I, I, I think that what's important for anybody listening or anybody watching or anybody thinking about what they want to do... is like when you really finally listen to the you... That is you and I. And I know that sounds like so simple. No, it's so true. But like, but like, Adam, Ad Rock, whatever. Adam Ad Rock, 
Jewish friend. <laughs> but if you, if you, you know, he just, like, I was like, my ideas are like, they're like so dirty or like whatever. Right. And he was like, he was like, do you, basically. He's like, do your thing. And ever since he said that, my life has gone from zero to 60 and beyond. Right. So, so do you feel like before you were trying to fit some sort of, like, because I yes. know through my career, yes. I was told, dye your hair blonde, straighten it, do this. And then until I finally said, you know what? Fuck you. I got... You know, that's when I felt free and yeah. like, yeah. Because like when you hear like Judy Gold, you think of, I'm, and I mean like in the best way, like there's only one Judy Gold. You think of like what you, you encompass and who you are and what you are. And it's like, and you're, you're an institution and a legend. And I, and I mean that, like, I think that like, it's true. Like if you think about like oh the comedy seller and like and all these like com, you know comedians and whatever but like if you if I think about you and like your body and your and your spirit and like at the like and who you are and like what you've had to overcome to become you and like and sort of not just when it was trendy you know what I mean? right yeah but like you've slugged it through and you've made Judy Gold Judy Gold and 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 I mean let's take a second for that like to establish yourself in a way that is um, meaningful and like that people recognize your name can sometimes be like oh that's like a you know but like it's it's a long it's like fucking nights after nights after after night yeah but also I feel like I couldn't live with myself like I feel like you have the same thing like I, I would watch other comics sell themselves I'll do this because I'm gonna make money or I'll be this because that's what's trendy now and I I couldn't live with I could like honestly couldn't live with myself I couldn't live with myself being in a closet in the closet with the kids like I was like no I'm gonna come out of the closet and, um, which is why you'll live forever because you are you and you'll always go on like you're, but you're that's gonna... the way you are as well yeah. like yeah Oh, that makes me so happy that you said that. So, you and you worked at a restaurant job until 2015. Now you started working with Amy in about 2012. Is that correct? Uh, give or take. Yeah. So she says, "I want you to go on the road with me. I want you to work with me." Um, and you're opening for her until she was like, "You can close the show." Correct? Correct. Okay. <laughs> Which I have, to, you know, you are, you cannot follow you. You cannot follow you. But well, what comic is like, you close the show? There's not many people who would say, I'm going to do my set, but you're so much 
bigger than I am. And I mean on stage. Like, I don't, I want you to shine as best you can. There's not a lot of people that would do that. Don't you think? 100%. Like, okay. and then, sometimes, like, if, 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 <clears throat> if somebody's like, if you're on tour with somebody, like, Amy was like, a really is, not was, is, a big touring person, and then they, like, want you to go from opening to closing for right. them. Like, I understand why she wanted that, and there's, like, pros and cons about it, but it's also incredibly generous that, like, she, Amy, you know, she she looks out for the people around her, and right. she wants people to succeed, and she always is, like, and, like, behind the scenes, just, like, whenever it's, like, a, I'm doing a TV thing or whatever, she's, like, how can I help? I Can I, can I in, put some input? I'm, like, I'm not... I don't want any credit. Like, just do you want me to do this? You know, this? I, I just whatever? wrote. If you want my yeah. name on it, I'll put my name on it. If you don't, I won't. Like, how can I help? And like, and you know, there's not a lot of people like that. There's, there's just, I have to tell you, I just wrote a, a book. I just like finished that. my book. It's coming out in July. Really? Literally. Literally, I call her. Whatever you want. Whatever you want. Say this. Say that. Like, <laughs> it's unbelievable. Yeah. Um. So. You you work in restaurants. What, tell me what it felt like to finally say, quitting this job, I am fully a performer now. Have you guys ever been in hell? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I wish I could remember what that felt like exactly. Right. Because, like, I was like, do you, if, I don't know if anybody's ever worked in a restaurant. Yes. But restaurant managers are... Miserable. Satan, Satan people. Dicks. Yeah. <laughs> right? No, they, most, there are many, many of them. Many yeah. of them. And then finally, like, I was, like, working in this, this ocean girl, and I was on the Upper West Side, and, like, my schedule was, like, complicated because I was, like, touring a little bit, and, like, I was just keeping it because I had health insurance. Okay. You know, whatever. That's Jewish of you. And then, um... <laughs> <laughs> but the, um... Anyway, short story long. <laughs> I, like, I... I wrote to this, this manager said, like, what's your availability this week? And I said, I don't have any. <laughs> I'm not coming back. Send. <laughs> she wrote back, she was like, good for you. Wow. You don't know, you did know. you know you were going to do it at that moment? Or did you just go, no, you know I what, fuck it. it. I just yeah. did it. And then I went to Joe's Pub. I had a show that night. And I like told the audience. And I was like, I just quit waiting tables. And the audience like was so with me right, to celebrate of course. that moment. It was really cool. It's, it's amazing when you let go of that. You know what? I'm just going to go for it. Yeah. You know, I don't need that anymore. You sang at Carnegie Hall. With Patty Lapone. I mean, what can you fucking you get on stage at Carnegie Hall? Yeah. And there she is. The Patty Lapone. Do you pinch yourself? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'll take a Cosmo too. <laughs> but yeah, of course, it's Patty Lapone. It's like you're, you, I, like, I, I just like six months before, I've been like, I'll never play 
fucking Carnegie Hall or whatever, and then like I'm on stage with Patti LuPone, and because she asked me, how did, how did that happen? Well, this is disgusting, but I was like going to Chase Bank, <laughs> and I was putting in my two hundred dollars from the night before into Chase Bank, and my phone Which rang. Chase Bank, eighty six and oh. In Columbus? Columbus? Yeah. That's where we go after therapy. Oh, All right. Yeah. <laughs> after it's always there, putting my two hundred dollars. <laughs> I was putting my two hundred dollars in the shift the night before. Right. And then my phone rings and it's fucking my friend Scott Whitman. Uh, and he's like, he's like, I'm on the phone. He's like, I'm on with Patty. I was like, Oh hi, Patty. Wrong. Not and she's like, We Not want true. you to sing at Carnegie oh. Hall, like whatever. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, okay. And I was like, don't say it if you don't mean it. And then I was putting in my money. But the beeps of the fucking, the deposit were like getting in the way of our conversation. It didn't matter. It didn't matter. So, you know, it's interesting because you're getting all of this amazing work. And yet you still are so grounded as like, wait, what? Like, what the fuck? Like, what the fuck? Like... Every time you get something, you're like, Judy, what? I'm not grounded. I'm just fucking sure it's all going to go away. Doesn't it make you like Yes, yes. Every day. Every fucking day. Ask Lisa. I'm like, it's, you know, don't get excited. I don't even tell her about shit I do. I'm like, I can't tell you because it's just going to never happen. It's the sadness of this. this, um. Okay, so people call you. People call me a punk rock cabaret person. A punk rock cabaret An alt cabaret person. A loud, brash, crude, foul mouth. Which I fucking love. That like that's kinda good. I mean, you are really who who were your influences? Like who do you think back and say this person is a little part of my would it be like if a so- I had to name all the people that meant something to me? I'd say that not yet. <laughs> I tried. I tried. Well, wait. Let me come up with another. I tried. I was just trying to If in. I had to say something about who meant something to me. Not yet. It's too soon. It's more. It's it's that coke. If I'd like to thank some people now. Okay, wait, wait, wait. something to me. Why don't you write, guys? Write. I like Barry Manilow and everybody. So, is this a Cosmo? Wait, you went from tequila to um, vodka. I'm drinking Cosmos tonight. I'm drinking Cosmos tonight. I've had so much tequila that I don't know I feel it, but I'm drinking Cosmos tonight. So you went from tequila to vodka. Well, wait. Okay, sorry. What was your question? <laughs> Who influenced you? Like, you know, I, I can go what back. my influences? Yeah. Sophie Tucker. Uh, oh, I love Sophie Tucker. Um, do you know Francis Faye? I know Francis Faye. I love Francis Faye. I love Sophie Tucker. I love my mom. I, I mean, because you are an original, but yet there's 
there's got to be some influences that you or people you watch growing up or I like anybody that will get naked. I like um, what is that about about your body? Like I find it fascinating that your I know your body positive, but your your ability to just say here's it's not my ability. It's not ability. It's, I think it is an ability. I think it's a fucking. I think Judy, it's great. What's a, it's a tit. Who cares? It's a tit. I love that. No, but I mean, I mean, like, no, I walk around naked all the time, and Elisa's like, and she get you get mad at me a little bit around your apartment. Right? What you you do here at Club Coming? What? What you like? I, I I mean, it's just a. If I got naked on stage, Dar. If I got naked on stage, wouldn't you get upset? No, I love it. Go. Are you different when you're at home? Are you a different person than you... Can I answer that? Yeah. <laughs> Let me see you today! Poppy, is, is she, she different? different at home? Oh, um, are, do you feel oh, freer on stage? Like, do you feel less inhibited on stage? Judy. Yes. Wait, what's the question? <laughs> do you feel less inhibited on stage than you do in personally? If you had to be well, intimate course. with someone, if you had to be intimate with another person, would Thank that you be for harder? Like, it's a challenge for someone. Now, I, I'm saying, if you're intimate with another person, is it? A, is it? Is it? I mean, it's way different than you showing your tits on stage or like. All right. Here's, here's Judy, a- Judy, 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 Judy. Yes. Stop. <laughs> it doesn't have to be intimacy. It just can be just like we should all just stop here. And if anybody doesn't want to be a part of this, we'll leave. Okay. But what I think Judy here is what she wants to express is herself. And I'm here to. I'll take my shirt off if that helps you. But Judy, let's see your bosoms. You want to see my bosom? I have very... Oh, right. Elisa said it's a podcast, so I can't show my bosom. Actually, we could also do like a fucking Canal Street, like yeah. a real Canal Street, like the thing, like like another cops come and they're like, oh, it's Canal Street. We're gonna get rid of the fake bags and whatever. Right. But like, let's do the real Canal Street. Ah! Oh, Canal. When was the first time you just got on stage and was like, "Fuck it, I'm taking my clothes off"? Tonight. <laughs> No, the first time I... What, what is that face, Elisa? What? You gave me a face. Yes, you did. Or, Irene, did she not give me a face? All right, go ahead. I, I don't want to... I feel like I want to ask... When was... Question. When did you... Do you 2004. Feel, what, 1904? No, no, no. <laughs> did, did you get to the point where you were like... Was there... Did you have an epiphany on stage? Was there a point where you're like, fuck it, I'm going to show my tits, I'm going to... I, mean, I saw my friend Champagne. Yeah. 
Oh, sorry, I got the wrong song. Free. Anyway, champagne cherry. Second was just. A, shh. Oh, I got you in a good mood. I got you. Just, just listen. <laughs> it's night, night, baby, go. It's <laughs> nice. Oh, we're not there yet. Okay, and we'll come back no, to that. But I, what I was just, the question? What, you, you know, <laughs> when did you get to the point where you were so comfortable on stage that you could? I mean, you, you're a provocateur. Do you not agree? No. Yes, you are. No! People... I don't agree. But you get people on stage and they're not so... Not my problem. <laughs> not my problem. But I love that about you. I love that you're you and... Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay, I gotta move on. I'm listening, uh, I'm listening. No, Judy, but I think you need to listen to yourself. Okay. What is your favorite opera? Oh. <sighs> Tosca. Tosca. Can you do a little bit? A um, little bit? No. No? I've um, given up. Opera? Given up. Wow, just given up generally. Do you go see the opera? I don't, but I did watch a Pavarotti documentary. Please note that in your podcast. <laughs> did you like the Pavarotti documentary? Oh, yeah, I cried. Next okay. question. Okay. Um, you did Comedians in Cars yes. with Jerry Seinfeld. The way that your audience feels so disinterested in the questions that you ask me makes me wonder if they hate me or if they hate you. Oh, they hate me. They hate me. They hate me. So, we love you both. Thank you. So you, you did Comedians in Cars. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What, honestly, were you like, oh my God, Jerry, I'm not really a comedian. Like, why are you? Do you know what I'm saying? Because you're not a, a typical stand-up comedian. Thank you, Judy, for reinforcing the things that people might think about me. <laughs> no, but, uh, but I, I did feel that way. I yeah, was like, yeah. I was like, come on. Like, so come he on. called you and asked you if you would do he it. He called me on the phone. And you said? You, your, 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 your thing says Jerry Seinfeld. And you're like, Jew. <laughs> and you pick up and you say, hi, Joe. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Hi, Jew. Shalom. Yeah. I was making a joke, but it's not funny, right? Yeah, Whatever. Who like, cares? <laughs> we don't care about them anymore. Um, all right. So, so Jerry calls you and says, "I want you to be on Comedians," and and you know him through just just being vacations. Or okay. So you and Amy would go on vacation with him and his wife. Yeah, and Chris Rock. And anyway. and Chris Rock. I love Chris Rock. Anyway, and where would you go? Where, I, when you oh, were going, I'm sorry, stop. No, but but when you were going on, when you you're coming from this, like I, you know, you meet Amy. Amy becomes like Amy, and you're like, oh my god, we're going on vacation with Chris Rock and Jerry Seinfeld. Were you like, 
oh my God, we're going on vacation with Jerry Seinfeld and Chris. Were you like that? Or were you like, oh, we're going on vacation with Jerry Seinfeld? Both. Right. Because I'm also like, at first you're just like, oh. <laughs> right. But then you're also like, well, they want me there for a reason. Right. So, so you just sort of balance it. Anyway, short, nobody gives a fuck. Yes, they what was the point? What was the question? No, I'm just saying, were you oh, but, pinching yourself? Were you like, oh my God, I'm on vacation with Jerry yeah. Seinfeld and Chris Rock? Yes, I was. You go on Comedians and Cars, drinking coffee, whatever the fuck at this show is. Um, were you shocked when he called you? Like, yes. Because even though I've been on like 19 seasons, <laughs> you're just like, what do you want with a cabaret singer? Right, right. And you're sort of looking back at them. Mm-hmm. But it's like Jerry Seinfeld, and you're like, okay, because I love Jerry. Right, of course. I, I think he's he's the king. Like, right. If you have to sort of like, he's one of the kings. Like him. Right. There's a couple kings comedy. Right. He's one of them. Anyway, short story doesn't matter, but. Um, I was doing it the whole time. I was like, why am I here? Why am right. I here? Why am I here? You talk but I feel to- that way about most places that I am. Right. So you're always pinching yourself. Right, now. right, great. So pinching you- myself that Judy Gold said, Bridget, would you come to the East Village and do this? <laughs> and you were like, fuck no, but I'll do it for no, you. But you I think you're just like, why does anybody want me there? Oh, shut the fuck up. Fuck you. So you you say that you related most to John Belushi. Do you remember that? I love John Belushi. Um, And I see the connection. I do see the connection. Um, What was it about him that you... John Belushi? Yeah. (laughs) He's kind of wild. Right. And a little piggy. Right. <laughs> By the way, for the listeners, um, Bridget is playing with her um, her necklace. Yeah, and I'm uh, thinking. Go ahead. And she's thinking. Well, but you said, I, I relate to, I, you know, if I could think of any performer, it would be John Belushi. That I, mean, I could I relate that, to. I stand by that, like in the way that, like the non-trendy way, to, right? Cool to be, like I like that John Belushi was just um, not playing. Like I like I like to um, be in a situation and just see where it takes me. Right. Right. And I feel like John Belushi feels like the purest version of that. And right. In the modern version of comedy that I've seen, like I feel like he just is it. It was only about making the people around him laugh and feel a little bit unhinged, and I just love that. Right. <laughs> um, you fucked Ray Fines, is that correct? <laughs> Judy. <laughs> I'd like to hear about that experience. Hit the track. (laughs) Keep playing. (laughs) Nobody knows. Keep playing. I don't remember it. Just no, just play it. Play some chords, it'll work out. 
nobody knows what we done. You were the movie star. I am the one. Put one chord. Thank you. New chord. New chord. New chord. I, I don't know. I don't know what. New chord. Judy's talking about. What? What I did was. Keep playing. New chords. New chords. New chords, new chords, play, play chord, new, play, new chord, 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 Ben just gave me the finger, by the way. Who was New Chord? <laughs> the man. <laughs> I am the woman who fucked the man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not <laughs> You're peeing? Guys talk. Okay, Bet's gonna pee. Did no, you fuck Ray Fines or no? Look, yeah. no, I can't talk about that right now. Okay, so you fucked Ray Fines. Now, um, <laughs> don't tell me to rap. All right, no, I have, have to rap. We actually have to stop. Okay, but you did sing at Amy Schumer's wedding. Not my problem. Um, <laughs> a beautiful song. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. We love you. I can only give you love that lasts forever And a promise to be near each time you call Start over, start over, start over, start over, start over. Is that a good key? No, it's too high. (laughs) I can only give you love that lasts forever and the promise to be near each time you call. 
ahead if you listen. Okay. Oh, My wedding to Elisa. Will you sing at my wedding to Elisa, who's not talking to me? Yes, you're a little mad at me, I can tell. Bridget, I think you're one of the greatest entertainers of our generation. Judy, stop. I think Poppy is the fucking cutest thing ever. So I have two questions for you that I ask all my um, guests. Number one, are you on... Any antidepressants? Just alcohol. Alcohol. <laughs> Excellent. Number two, it is called Kill Me Now, my podcast, and it's because I get pissed off at everything. What pisses you off more than anything in the entire world? Right now? Like, period, in your life. But right now? Right now. Yeah. Me? No. Trump's too easy. Right. <laughs> I'm, and I'm sorry if this is you, but I don't like, I don't like people on Instagram. Ah! Let me finish. Go ahead, Instagram. Looking at the floor and posting about how their life's so fucking great and how your life can be better. I want yeah. them, I, f fuck them. <laughs> Bridget, you're so fucking great. Do you realize how great you are? Judy! I mean, you're so fucking great. And such an original. Wait, stop, stop, stop. Yes. Can we get a special moment? Yeah. And I'm not trying to be like, happy hour at Fonda. <laughs> Which is where I was. But... I also want to celebrate, just not that those prices were so reasonable, but I would like to... Is that, oh, I thought you were going to ask me to go TT in there. All right. What I would also like to say is, let's take a special moment and remember that Judy Gold is 100% original and has always been doing her own fucking thing. Bet Sussman. Bet fucking Sussman. Thank you all. I what a fucking fun night. Thank you, Bridget. Are we gonna sing a song to close? And suddenly make all seem worthwhile. Well, it's you. Everybody wants the thing I want. And everybody says no. Keep playing. What happened? I don't know. We will stand up now. And we will do our thing. Yes! Woo! Yes! 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 yes. yes. America says now! America says now! Red, white, and blue is me and it's you. America says now! 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 I write the songs that make the whole world sing. 
Okay, we're, we're waiting for you, Pat. Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren. <laughs> I hate Trump. Good night, everybody. Thank you all. Thank you so much for listening to part two of Kill Me Now with the amazing Bridget Everett and Bet Sussman at the piano. If you like the show, make sure to subscribe and leave a review. It helps more people to find this incredible show. Five stars only, please. That's the only review it can give me. Listen to the following dates. See if I'll be coming to a town near you. I'll be appearing in Women on Fire, stories from the front lines as part of their rotating cast on March 13th, 14th, 15th, and 16th at the Royal Family Performing Arts Space in New York City. On March 18th, I'll be at Gotham Comedy Club in New York City performing in the wonderful show Homo Comicus. And I'm so excited that Varla Jean Merman and I will be performing the Judy and Varla show at Joe's Pub April 23rd and April 24th in New York City. Those tickets are going to sell out fast. So you can get tickets for all of these events at judygold.com. And a lot of exciting dates will be announced very soon. So stay up to date on all new dates. Make sure to follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Judy Gold, J-E-W-D-Y-G-O-L-D, you know, like Jew Gold, okay? And thank you again for listening. And as we always say, so long! And uh, everything was wonderful. I'll see you soon. Thank you for the visit. So long!